if you get into a conversation talking about things that neither you nor the person you're talking to has control over, you're missing a networking opportunity. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Stay Hungry podcast. Joel and Andy today talking about getting the most out of your networking and not doing fucking gang signs. This is Joel, sat opposite a man in his 50s doing gang signs to start the podcast. I don't know what you mean, Joel. Um, right, so we're off to London for three days, three days together, um, networking. It's at a conference, so we thought we'd do a quick-fire podcast, 15 minutes or something, sharing some top tips we've learned over the years on how to get the most out of being in new rooms. Because let's face it, it can be a bit scary. I'm going to Glasgow the week after too for the same thing. Oh, I'll be done. I'll be done after London. I can't. I can't. You're having a day off after London. <laughs> I can't be happy for two weeks in a row, Joel. Bloody hell. Um, but yeah, it can be a bit scary. And I think maybe because of that fear, we have a natural habit just to talk at people. Yeah. And that's almost like the number one cardinal sin. So uh, to quote my old father, um, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Use them in that ratio. So um, is is that your dad's quote? Yes. Obviously, loads of people would have said it, but he was a religious man, so he'd talk about God a lot. Because it's, it's, a, it's a mega quote in terms of, like, you've got... Because religious or not, you've got two ears and one mouth, use them in that ratio. Like I've got no qualms using that as a quote and not... Uh, you, you know, some people use a quote from someone else and they pass it off as their own, which I fucking hate. Yeah. No doubt somebody famous has said something along those Float lines. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, Joel Stone. <laughs> I was going to say someone else's name. Um, I know yeah, you were going to say. Yeah, I've got no problems passing that quote Fill off as, as, uh, as, as, as my dad's. But yeah, um, and, and, that, and he first said that to me when it came to dating, basically. So there we were getting date advice from the old man when I was like 27 or something. Um, because he knew that most people might be a bit nervous on a date and they just talk shit. And I say most people networking, they're a bit nervous. Maybe, especially after COVID, they haven't been in new rooms for, for a long time and they meet someone new and they just go, oh, my name's Andy, I do marketing, I run a company called Cobra. Uh, and it's like, no, no, no. What do you do? How long have you been in business? I mean, imagine, imagine that now if you went, to, like uh, plenty of people listening to this will still do the breakfast networking thing, whether it's mm. with their local chamber or... Uh, a club or whatever uh, bni imagine if your 60 second elevator pitch was like hi my name's joel stone i help um owner manage businesses grow their business through digital marketing i'd love for you before you leave today to come and challenge me with your biggest marketing issue and sat down again i know as most people you know would stand up and try and cram everything they do into those 60 seconds and not deliver it. Yeah, value. I mean, the best one I ever did was um, I used to run a design agency. So prior to us merging, um, you Dark know, days. yeah, my, my my trade as such is graphic design. And uh, it was one of those meetings where it really fucking dragged on. Like every accountant and solicitor in the room had told you like just how good they were at will writing or whatever. And, um, and it was, I was just like, oh God, I'm like second to last in this room. We're already an hour over. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I stood up. I was like, "Hi everyone, I'm Joel. I'm really fucking good at colouring in. I never go over the lines." And sat back down again. And no one ever forgot me. Bloody hell! There we go. That's making a difference. Shit. Yeah. Well, you've got to stand out, haven't you? For the right reasons that time. Um, I I nail my six seconds at one particular meeting as a networking group. 
um, really happy with myself, sat back down, and the guy next to me said, your flies are undone. And so that's the, so. So the trick is get your dick out. <laughs> so so every, every time I, in the, afterwards, I was about to do a six seconds. First thing I did was like, right, check the flies. Um, but yeah, so going into a room, you're networking, you're at a conference, whatever. Ask questions, show an interest without sounding like a sleazy salesperson. Questions that people will probably remember you like, like, you know, you know what's been your biggest takeaway so far, whatever. Rather yeah. Than, yeah. And I've made, you know, I'm, I've talked about this on stage. I've talked about this in various environments where I've said to people, "Be careful not to be boring," and they and and they take it hard because examples I'd use is don't talk about the weather, don't ask about how their journey in was, don't don't ask like, "Oh, are you off school too?" Because it's the summer holidays, all that. Like, don't go on about your kids. And people find that really hard. Now, I'm not saying if someone knows you or you know them, you can't catch up on common ground that's different what i'm saying is ask them something that makes them feel heard so it might be like something i found out today on social media with someone i someone i like and know their son's in hospital and i've met their son and he's got an infection and it's not looking great and i and so i just sent her a message saying um just sending you and your family my love if there's any if there's anything i can do let me know but that's common ground. That's like that's meeting them where they're at. A lot of people walk into a room and they're like, and they're like, "Oh, I'm glad to be here because you know it's the summer holidays and the kids are off." And um, I've just been chasing them around the house all the time. I don't know how anyone gets any work done in the summer holidays. Oh, and by the way, I'm an accountant. <laughs> it's like, come on, like like if if I met you in a networking environment now, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, so like, hi, Andy." What, Tell me a bit more about what you do. And you start talking, oh, that's really interesting. So, like, humour me. Why should I listen to you over every other marketer out there? And immediately I've given you two platforms to to speak. And very, very few people do that. Most people want to tell you about them. Here's a controversial one then. Walk away, I'd say, before 15 minutes is up, if people don't ask you a question or you know there's no common ground at all. If someone's going to there moan about their kids, moan about school holidays, moan about the government, uh, it's it's all Rishi Sunak's fault, moan about this, moan about that. No accountability. They don't show any interest in what you're doing. You can't afford to spend more time with that person. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about that for the next three days. The, the, mood, right. the mood music in the country at the moment is rough. And, you know, people banging on about we need an election or whatever they might be saying. Tax is the one that's coming up, isn't it? The autumn statement tomorrow and what they're going to do about tax. And if you get into a conversation talking about things that neither you nor the person you're talking to has control over, you're missing a networking opportunity. That's not to say if you want to join the debate society that you're wrong. It's just a different thing. I'll happily argue slash debate politics with friends of mine over a beer in the pub. But a networking thing, no. Well, I don't, I don't, I've got to be honest, I don't even bother that, no. Because, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, it's ironically saying, don't talk about politics. Everyone's so disenfranchised with politics now that you're wasting your energy. Yeah, well, you know, well, you know I don't listen to the news very often. Um, I used to devote a lot of time to stuff I couldn't control. And just to grow a business you you just can't afford to get sucked yeah. too much and part of that is the people you hang around with now 
you know, I'm not saying you just have to be rude, but can you, should you really be spending an hour with someone you don't know who moans, bitches, takes no responsibility, shows zero interest in, in what you do and the people you help? An hour, fucking hell, that, that's, yeah. that's precious time. Like I'd describe networking as like you're building goodwill. So a lot of people go into a networking environment and, you know, we we literally been talking about what are our indicators of success for networking in the next three days, but it it isn't just about how many book calls you get or how many sales you make or how many contacts you add on your phone. It's how much goodwill you build over that period. So if you if every person you meet goes away and they've had a good experience of meeting you and they feel more informed about the topic that you specialize in, having met you that's a good indicator of success if they walk away from you and they've heard all your life's ills they know that your car failed its mot and that you're going to miss your next mortgage payment that is not going to further your business you can't go to a breakfast networking thing or an expo or a conference and use it as your way of count counseling yourself i mean i well we, we've both been to a mastermind session that we paid a lot of money for that just turned into a pity party. Now, we've both got some pity stories to share, as has everyone. But if we were to talk about vulnerability, challenges we've faced on social media, it would always come with a solution to what worked for us in the hope that if someone's in the same situation, what helped us could yeah. help them. But when you're just moaning a bitch and complaining and you've paid money to be at this event, it's like, hey, hey, listen, sorry, sorry, Bob, it's been great talking to you. I've just seen someone I, I, I need to catch up with. I'll see great media. I'll see you around. That's okay to do because if you stand there and it's like, mm. okay, it's been half an hour now, forty an hour. Masterminds is is a great example because that's you know, so, locked room. sort of the nouveau version of networking, isn't it? Masterminding. What I would and and you absolutely have a right because a lot of people join a mastermind because they feel isolated in mm -hmm. business. So you absolutely have a right to bring your problem to the table is how you present the problem that makes it effective networking. So, for example, I'm really struggling to raise finance to meet my next VAT payment. What solutions do you guys have to make sure I can get myself through this tricky period is an effective networking question in a mastermind versus I don't know what to do. I can't pay my VAT. Same thing, framed entirely differently. And I would say... The person who says the last thing, they wouldn't listen to the advice anyway. I've tried this, I've tried that, I've done the other. Yeah, no, I've done that. Yeah, try, yeah, no, that wouldn't work in my industry. Yeah, it it's it, it, okay. Well, maybe this whole podcast, and it's a short podcast, it just really does come back to listening. Maybe like business success, certainly sales success. There's, there's way too much talking, not enough listening in sales. Um, networking success, meeting new people, it's showing an interest. It's leading with value and making it about them, not you. Yeah. And that sounds so fucking simple, but often it's the simple things that work. Yeah. And like when, when you meet people sort of jumping into that conversation with a view of how could this person help me rather than how can I help this person sometimes? So like the trick in any breakfast networking is is essentially to buy off a couple of people in the room before anyone's mm -hmm. going to buy off you, or they never will. 
you need to be seen to be purchasing from someone in that room. Now, that might sound like you're kind of having to bribe your way in, but it's not. It's just the cost of doing business. Yeah, it's spending money on ads. It's like it's yeah. investing. So, you know, the, the BNI one was that every time a florist joined BNI, they ended up with, like, loads of purchases just before the meeting, and then that's what everyone said was their referral. But you, you've got to get, like, smart about your networking. Like, we, we know a guy, he's a client, um, well, Ben Knight is, is his name. He runs a business called The Trade Tribe. Probably the best networker I've ever seen. And... I think we've mentioned him on the podcast before, but the first time we met him was a, a, a business retreat for a mastermind that we joined. And there's, I don't know, roughly 40 people in the room. And and the guy, at the time, the guy was 26. I, if he'd have said he was 20, you'd have believed him. And he went round the room and introduced himself to everyone and asked them a question about them. Mm. And me and you afterwards on the way, did you meet that guy? Yeah, I did, yeah. Like, what the fuck? He's like confident, held himself well, genuinely paid attention. And I know he paid attention because he's told me stuff about what other people have said so, to him. So that's the word I was thinking of when you said it, genuine. Um, oh, fuck, I was going to say authenticity then. <laughs> it is about being genuinely interested. Now, I know someone who thinks they are the, 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 the they're, they're so convinced everything's about other people, that I'm a people person, all I want to do is help other people. You read her copy in any of her marketing, and it's, I do this, I do that, we, we, I, we, mine, ours. It's like, that's a good indicator. If you generally are about helping other people, most of your marketing content will say you a lot more than you say yeah. I. And if you can apply that to saying when you're physically networking rather than online networking, I think that's a game changer yeah. for making meaningful new connections to your business. Yeah, if you if you genuinely see community in your outlook, you'll get community support inwardly. And the same applies to running a business, the same applies to joining a coaching programme. There we go. Listen more, lead with value. So, if someone's looking to up their networking game, get themselves in some of the right rooms, what should they do? Sign up for our free emails at codebreak.co.uk.